Well, good evening, everyone. I'm going to welcome you to Destiny Moments. And yes, this is Michelle Hughes. And I have a show for you tonight. I really do. And today at work, it really helped me to um, decide on this topic tonight that we're going to discuss. And it happened when I was at work and was in a restroom and... um, this uh, person was a female, but slash male, and he was just looking at the females as we walked into the restroom. And it was almost like he wanted someone to address him and say, why are you in here? And I'm thinking, if you're female, if you decided to become female, why should we say anything to you? You have made this decision to become a female, even though you still look like a male. And so it was, um, you know, it, it was the reason why I decided to say, you know, how do you discuss um, the trans, uh, transgender identity, um, the non-binary gender and, and homosexuality? Um, I mean, these are the the terms that we use concerning homosexuality, and it really says it's someone who does not identify as exclusively a male or or, or a woman. That's the non-binary um, um, person, binary person. And, you know, someone who is non-binary uh, might uh, feel like a mix of genders as a male or a female. So who are you as a person? Personally, I know God decides who we are from our mother's womb. Um, I've had family members and friends who... Um, have um, had more feminine genes or masculine genes, but however, some beat beat at the odds, and they did get married and um, had children. Uh, while the Bible, um, but is being a transgender uh, against the Bible, while the Bible does not directly address the transgender identity or a transgender lifestyle as such, it does recognize that individuals may make choices that are purposely, purposely, I should say, not agreeing with their birth sex. So what is the Bible? What does the Bible say about gender equality? Uh, What does the Bible say? There is neither Jew or Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is no male and female. You are all one in Christ. Now, the Bible says we're one in Christ. But when he's saying that we're one in him. And so that's what makes us who we are. And so I I chose this title after going into um, the restroom, as I said, at work. And there was a transgender woman gender woman 
um, staring at, as I said, the women coming and going as if we should ask her, why are you in here in the ladies' restroom? And I don't understand people who want other people to define who they are when you have already basically made some decisions concerning who you are. So what? why do we get help for the addicted person on drugs but never consider getting help for the person struggling with their sexuality? I believe there are people desiring to change and I pray after they hear this message that they will understand why they need to change their lifestyle. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. I praise you. And I ask you to be with each person who will come and listen to this message that those who are struggling, those who know people and those who just are, you know, coming to just hear what is going on in the earth. And so, Father, we thank you that when they leave, they will leave with a new understanding and a new heart change, and many will come to know you as their personal Savior. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, And I believe that, you know, change comes when, as we uh, just prayed, when a person accepts Christ into their life as their personal savior. And when that comes, it brings about healing. It brings about wanting to have a personal relationship with God and dying out to your flesh and understanding who God is. I like what Romans 5 and 5 says is God loves us. He also calls us to love others. And that's what we're doing tonight. You know, uh, I may not be of that, you know, classification as we're talking about tonight, but we can still reach out to those who might be different from us in how we may live our lives. But that's how we reach those who are crying out many times for help and don't sometimes we don't even know we need help it's almost like the alcoholic you know they're drinking drinking and drinking and they need help but they don't understand how to stop so it's just like the homosexual you know they may keep um you know desiring to be with the same sex but because that's all they know i remember uh ministering um one sunday uh, it was a slew of homosexuals who came to my service. And um, and one guy, as we began to, you know, talk uh, as time went on, because he kept coming back, um, told me he had never been with a female. He had only been with men. So as strange as that might sound, because when I heard that, I was really surprised, you know, that a man had never been with a woman. He had only been with men. And so... We may not have 
a certain lifestyle, but you'd be surprised the lifestyles that some people may have, and they're reaching out for help. And I can remember when he came, um, continued to come to the services, and he gave his life to the Lord, and and one had begun to change their facial, um, you know, start having surgeries to become a female. And I can remember I uh, had a fashion show and he came and he was dressed like a man, even though he looked like a woman. And so, but he was really, you know, he had changed. He had given his life. This was another one. I'm just, this is another guy who was coming. Um, he made some decisions to give his life to the Lord. And he said he did not want any more parts of homosexuality. I'm going to read um, Deuteronomy 22 and 5 and it says the woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man neither shall a man put on a woman's garment for all do so are abomination unto the Lord thy God and so we have to understand what the Bible says it's not what Michelle says it's what the Bible is saying the NIV says it this way uh, Deuteronomy 22 and 5 what we just read a woman must not wear men's clothing, nor a man wear women's clothing. For the Lord your God detests anyone who does this. And so I believe that when we understand it's not Michelle's beliefs, it's not what I believe, it's what the Bible is teaching us. And sometimes we're ignorant to what the Bible says because we don't know scripture. And so that's why I ask that you continue to come back week after week. And the more you come back, the more you will get an understanding of the Bible and you'll get scriptures and to teach you what the Bible is saying to feed your spirit. First John 4, 19, 21 says, and hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. We love because first he loved us. And so the more we understand the scriptures and what he teaches us and the more you'll want to do what he has called you to do as a Christian. And so that's my prayer when you leave here today. That you would say, Michelle, you know, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm feeling you up here. I, I'm feeling you up in here. I feel you. I feel what you're saying. Because all you're trying to do is help me understand some of the things that I need to correct concerning my lifestyle. If I want to make it into heaven. And so all those who say they want to make it into heaven, say amen. <laughs> Uh, Leviticus 18 and 22 says, Thou shalt not lie lie with mankind as with womankind. It is an abomination. So the more you understand that the scriptures is telling you specifically what you shouldn't do. It's not what I'm saying. It's what the scriptures are saying. That, you know, that's an abomination. I don't care how much you desire it. You may desire to go to the store and, 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 and come out with something in your hand or not in your hand, but in your pocket because you're stealing. But that that will send you to jail if you're stealing. So it's the same thing. We have rules and regulations. When I say rules and regulations, they're 
are things that God is saying that is permissible and things that God saying is not permissible. And so if you want to be in right standing with God, then you have to do it according to the scripture. Not according to what Michelle is saying, but according to what the Bible is saying. Galatians 3, 23 through 29 says, But before faith came, we were kept under the law, shut up unto, unto the faith, which should afterwards be revealed. Verse 24, wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, that we might be justified by faith. Verse 25, but after that faith is come, we are no longer under the schoolmaster, the law. Verse 26, for ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Verse 27, for as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Verse 28, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male or female for you are of God. So I believe that the more you study the scriptures, the more you read the scriptures, the more you'll understand what God is saying unto you. And the more you'll want to please him and, and not yourself, not your flesh. And so I don't believe that um, uh, I could have been a Christian all these years and living into the scriptures if I didn't have the word of God. And if I had not accept Christ as my personal savior. And so that's the next thing, you know, in order for you to walk in right standings with God, you have to accept him as the Lord over your life. And when you understand who Christ is now, you who may be having questions with your gender, you may say, well, you know, I, you know, I like what I'm doing. I'm, you know, I declare that. Um, I'm a homosexual, transgender, um, whatever you are saying your allegiance is. But when you give that allegiance, it's almost like a person who fornicate. It's no different. Fornications, uh, people who fornicate will not make it into heaven. And so it's the same thing with the homosexual. You won't make it into heaven. And so you have to turn your life around and ask God to give you favor with him. And ask the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you. And when you do that, guess what's going to happen? You'll find yourself falling in love with God. And all those things that you, that used to bring you um, contentment and joy. And you thought, you, you don't know joy until you accept Christ as your personal Savior. And he gives you peace that surpasses all understanding. Peace that you never had. That no man or woman can give you. Especially if it's not done right in the confines of marriage. And so we, you know, and I'm not going to try to give you the whole Bible tonight, but I'm just trying to give you bits and pieces so you'll understand that God loves you. He loves you just where you are, but he wants you to come in and renew your mind and accept him as the Lord of your life. You want to do that tonight? Well, repeat after me. Say, Father, I ask you to cleanse me. Of every wrongdoing, everything that I have done freely in my flesh. I ask you to take away all desires of uh, 
this transgender uh, relationship that I'm in, and homo or the person's a homosexual, or the you know the non-binary person, whoever you, whatever you, your legion may be, or may you know whatever it may be. We're talking about that tonight. We you just have to release that to God and ask Him to forgive you of every sin. Say, Father, I thank you for cleansing me of every sin that I've committed, knowingly or unknowingly. I thank you for forgiving me. And I walk today as a Christian, cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. I am now saved. You are a born-again Christian. You believe that? And say amen. (laughs) Amen. God is good. And so what you need to do is continue to, you know, come back here, of course. But you need to find a good church that teaches the word of God and teaches salvation. And that's how you grow. You grow the more you hear the word, the more you'll begin to understand the importance of living according to the scripture. Well, I'm thankful tonight for all those who will listen to this message and you will give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, you know what? I forgot one thing to do today. And I want to thank my bishop, T.D. Jakes. For just being the man of God that he is. And he has truly um, inspired me. Um, you know, and I just want to thank you, T.D. Jakes, for being the person that you are to your members. That we can truly count on you. Again, I just want to thank you for your divine wisdom, guidance, and understanding in leading your members. And of course, you know, I'm a member. And so I thank you, um, Bishop T.D. Jakes, for being there when I needed you, when I need you the most. And today, you know, was no unusual day. Um, I thank God for you being in my life. And so may God continue to bless you, Bishop Jakes. Well, that's what I wanted to say tonight concerning my bishop, because he truly is a man of God with wisdom and understanding and um, directing you on where God is leading you. And so I thank him for his guidance. I really do. Well, I want to thank you guys again for coming tonight. And I want you all to come back next Thursday and um, and go back and listen again to the message. And I guarantee you that you will maybe get some more bits and pieces that you didn't get the first time. Well, you know what we do here. We keep it real. I'm going to see you guys next Thursday. Have a blessed evening. Stay blessed.